All right, man. As always, uh, brethren, if y'all could start, if y'all could turn the Psalms one thirty-five and four, we're gonna start the class now. Y'all already know as soon as I'm done, cause it's recording. As soon as I'm done recording, y'all can ask questions and everything as usual. So. Uh, let's get to starting. First and foremost, I'd like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai. Uh, we have uh, kind of a interesting occurrence this month. This is a this is the month where the Shabbat actually does land on a Friday Friday night, Saturday you know Friday Friday sundown, Saturday sundown. So Ashar Shabbat to all of Israel. You know what I'm saying? As we bring in this uh, holy day of the Lord together, uh, in together, uh, you know what I'm saying? Shalom to the soldiers and the officer in the in the chat. You know what I'm saying? Let me mute these brothers, by the way, because my microphone picks up everything. Once I mute it, that means the lesson is starting. So, all participants are muted. So we're gonna turn to the Book of Psalms, chapter one thirty-five and verse four. Um. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna break down who the Most High chose, cause, you know, it's something of a, not a controversy, I should say, but somewhat of a, odd topic for uh, Christians that love to put themselves in that place, and even the the brothers, our elders over at Sakari are doing a video, sort of similar in the same spirit. You know what I mean, so we're gonna go ahead and start with the Book of Psalms, chapter one thirty five, verse four. For Yahweh hath chosen Jacob unto himself, and Israel for his peculiar treasure. Um, yeah, I mean it's crazy. Uh, baby, can you pass me that gold Bible over there? It's crazy how we um, see how how the Most High has since the quote unquote Old Testament has said who he has chosen. You know what I'm saying? He he even called this a peculiar treasure. You know what I'm saying? Something that that is it's, it's actually. It, it means something. He called it strange, something beautiful. But let's read the book of uh, Psalms one thirty. Uh, you know, let's read the same scripture in the in the in the, the Good News translation. Let's go to the book of Psalms one thirty five verse four. He, capital, mean the Most High. The Most High chose Jacob for himself, the people of Israel for his own. So we see when they say that the Most High chose everyone. Or the Most High will pick everyone. We see that's just not true. Already, first scripture in, and we already see what who the Most High has chosen. Let's go to the book of Zechariah, though, chapter 2. Let's go to Zechariah, chapter 2. Because, I mean, ultimately, let's understand who the Most High chose. You know, we got to get to the bottom of this. Let's go to the book of, of Zechariah. Salak, your brethren. These are the... Quote unquote minor prophets that take a little bit. Micah, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Zechariah is next. Go to Zechariah chapter 2, and we're going to start at verse 7 all the way down to verse 8. Um, the book of Zechariah chapter 2, verse 7. Deliver thyself, O Zion, Salakia. Deliver thyself, O Zion, uh, Salakia. Deliver thyself, O Zion, that dwellest in the daughter of Babylon. All right, so everybody, so we understand who the daughter of Babylon, according to Scripture, is America. So we got to deliver ourselves out of the daughter of Babylon. Verse 8, For thus saith Yahweh of hosts, 
after the glory hath, hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you. Now, if we look, um, I don't know if brothers, uh, how many brothers actually pay attention to the comments, but uh, under Officer Yerushalam's video on the Yahweh, uh, on on one of the channels, and then under one of my videos, a Catholic proceeded to try to play us like we didn't know and said, "Where did the Bible come from?" So of course I gotta hit him. Who had the scriptures before the Catholic Church received it? Boom, couldn't answer. The J, you know what I'm saying? It's been three days and I'm waiting for an answer. You know what I'm saying? But let's see who the Most High chose and who we love. Verse 8, For thus saith the Lord of hosts, Yahweh of hosts, after the glory hath, uh, uh, Salakia, uh, deliver thyself, O Zion, that dwellest in the daughter of Babylon. For thus saith Yahweh of hosts, after the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you. For he that touches you touches the apple of my eye. For behold, I will shake my hand upon them, and I will and I, and I shall spoil them to their servants, and ye shall know that Yahweh of hosts has sent me. So we see who he sent. You know what I'm saying? We go down to you know what I'm saying. We go down to verse uh, verse eight. We see who who where we dwell and who we are. But let's go to the book of Second Ezra in the Apocrypha chapter three. Let's go to the book of Second Ezra. Chapter uh, chapter three. It's a this a, a favorite among the Israelite community. The second book of Second Ezra. There's more powerful. There's other powerful books. I should say, in the in the scripture in the apocrypha. But let's go to Second Ezra chapter thirty three, all the way down to verse thirty six. Salakia, brethren. Salakia, brethren. Let's go to the book of us of Second Ezra chapter three, and we're gonna start at verse thirty three. Matter of fact, we'll start at verse 31. I do not remember how this way may be left. Are they then of Babylon better than they of Sion? Or is there any other people that knoweth thee besides Israel? Or what generation have believed so thy covenant as Jacob? And yet their reward appeareth not, and their labor, their labor hath no fruit. For I have gone here and there through the heathen, and I see that they flow in wealth. And think not upon thy commandments. Weigh thou therefore our wickedness now in the balance, and theirs also that dwell in the world. And so shall thy name nowhere be found but in Israel. Or when was it that they which dwell upon the earth have not sinned in thy sight? Or what happened, or what people have so kept thy commandments? Thou shalt find that Israel by name hath kept thy precepts, but not the heathen. So even with us being even us cho chosen, we were we were given, we were given um, what's the word I'm looking for? We were given our punishment, and we noticed that these people aren't chosen. We noticed that we keep the commandments and nobody else. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy chapter ten verse seven. I mean Salakia, Deuteronomy chapter seven verse six for Salakia. Uh, we're gonna go first in the in the G in the GNT or in the NLT. Uh, this is the book of of Deuteronomy chapter seven verse six in the in the GNT. Do this because there is do this because you belong to Yahweh your power. For from all the people on the earth, He hath chose you to be His own special people. Yahweh um, Yahweh did not love you. 
and choose you because you outnumbered other peoples. You were the smallest nation on earth. But Yahweh loved you and wanted to keep the promise that he made to your ancestors. That is why he saved you by, by his great and great might and set you free from slavery to the king of Egypt. You know what I'm saying? So you see, it clearly tells you how he, how, how he, why he did what he did. You feel me? We see how the brothers, uh, we see how Moses, Moses let us know how the Most High loved us, and how we it, in the GNT it even says we were a special people. You feel me? We were the people that he, uh, you know, what I'm saying that he, uh, that he had picked, and not because we were some great and powerful nation. Ooh, Salakia brethren that are listening live. Uh, not because he's a great and powerful nation. No, not because of that at all, but because he loved us and made a covenant with our forefathers. Let's go to the same the same book in a different translation. Let's go to Deuteronomy seven and six through eight in the in the in the King James Version. You know what I'm saying? The book of the book of uh uh, Salaki, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verse 6. For thou art unholy people unto Yahweh thy power. Yahweh thy power hath chosen thee to be special, to, to be a special people unto himself, above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Yahweh did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any people, for ye were the fewest of all people. But yet but because Yahweh loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers. Uh, hath Yahweh brought you out of out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. So you see, when we read the the GNT, um, how the Most High was really dealing with us, you know what I'm saying, and how how He really um had a, um a compassion and a love for us, and how He chose us, because nowhere in history has anybody ever been, you know what I'm saying. Has anybody ever been taken out of captivity with a mighty hand, such as these these people, the Israelites, who we are, the so-called Black, Hispanic, and Native Americans on the Western Hemisphere, and those scattered throughout the earth of the same seed line? Let's go to the uh, the book of Romans. Now let's go to the book of Romans, chapter nine and verse thirteen. But why do we go there? Because we have to establish in order for there to be love, there also has to be hate. Per um, what is it? Uh, Proverbs eleven. Uh, officer, soldier, first class, if one of y'all can uh, find a false balance is an abomination and text it to me, Baba Kusha. Uh, because ultimately that's what it is. The most high for in order him to love, he also hates. Let's go to Romans chapter 9 and verse 13. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to Romans chapter 9 and verse 13. Because understanding this part is very key. Oh, it's Acts, Salaki. I'm in Acts. I need Romans. I was wondering why it wasn't highlighted. It's still not highlighted. <laughs> this is the book of Romans, chapter 9 and verse 13. As it is written. Why is that key? Well, why did I say that the way I did it? Why is it key? Because when it when Paul referenced as it is written, he's talking about the Old Testament. Pro con. I'm going to get Proverbs 11 and 1 after this to prove that. You know what I'm saying? Thawada, soldier, first class, Yawasat, Banyesha, Shakar. Uh, this is the book of Romans, chapter 9, verse 13. As it is written, Jacob have I loved. So he shows you who he loved, as I have said. He has chosen and all that. Jacob have I loved. But Esau have I hated. 
Now, again, going back to the as it is written, we're going to jump back to the book of Malachi, chapter 1. We're going to the first book of Malachi, and we're going to deal with as it is written. You know what I'm saying? Let's deal with as it is written, Zephaniah. No. Let's go to the book of Malachi, chapter 1. We're going to start at about, we're going to start at verse 1 all the way to down to verse 4. So this is the book of Malachi, chapter 1 from the top. The burden of Yahweh to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, Seth Yahweh. See, so he already knows who he's talking to. So the, to the children of Israel, you know what I'm saying? To Israel. We're going to go ahead and underline to that because that's who the, the letter, who the burden was going for. To Israel. I have loved you, saith Yahweh. Yet so, wherein hast thou, yet ye say, wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother? So we got to under. I would underline that as well. I highlight the, the part, but I underline, uh, you know, specific parts. But underline was not Esau Jacob's brother, Seth Yahweh. Now we're going into the as it is written. Yet I loved Jacob and I hated Esau. See, so when somebody, even when they say the Old Testament and the New Testament don't connect. I mean, what about right there? That's one of that's just one of many, many, many examples. But let's keep going. And laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Let's see how much he hate him. Whereas Edom said, Edom says, We are impoverished, but we will return and build to his desperate places. Thus says Yahweh of hosts. They shall build, but I will throw down. They shall call them the border of wickedness. So when they say God doesn't hate a specific group of people, let's hear here. The, they shall call them the border of wickedness and the people against whom the Lord hath an indignation forever. So it's not even like, it's a temporary thing. Right there it says forever. That means all time, eternity, no more. No more, Poppy. That's it for you. You know what I mean? Let's go to, but let's see. Let's go to, let's go to Jer uh, Proverbs 11 and 1. Let's go to Proverbs 11 and 1 and get that. You know what I mean? And we're going to read that. You know what I mean? Because we got to understand something about the Most High. A false balance is, is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is His delight. So we under, understand that, you know what I'm saying? He, uh, you know what I'm saying? He has to be completely balanced. You know what I'm saying? He has to. The Most High God is even on all sides. So... With that being said, that means he loves and he hates. But let's go back to Romans 9 and 13 because they're like, oh, you know, the, the Most High doesn't hate. He doesn't hate. That would be unrighteous. That would be this. That would be that. Well, let's go to Romans 9 and 14. Now let's go to Romans 9 and 14 because then we got to, you got to explain this. Let's go to Romans 9 and 14. What shall we say then? What shall we say then? Is there a righteousness with Yahweh? Is there a righteousness with our power? God forbid. Hell nah. You know what I'm saying? So we, we understand that the Most High is not playing games, but also that He loves and He hates. You know what I'm saying? Who He loves and who He hates according to the scriptures we believe in. The very scriptures we believe in. We profess to claim every Saturday on the street corners. Let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 23 verse 37. Let's go to Matthew chapter 23, verse uh, 37. Boom. And, le and let's read. 
Oh, oh, let, let's see how the most how we've treated the most high. Uh, the book, um, the book of Matthew, chapter 23, verse 37. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that so again we see thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathered her chicks under her wings, and ye would not. So we see the type of the type of spirit and mentality Israel's been on. We've been trying to get gathered and nothing. It's like it's like it don't even it, it it's it's like it don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? But let's go to Isaiah chapter 30 and we're gonna read verse 8. You know what I'm saying? Let's read Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 38 through 14. And some of these scriptures I referenced a lot because it's some that we that I see a spirit that in Israel, you know what I'm saying, in the so-called black, Hispanic, and Native American here on the on the Western Hemisphere that makes us, you know what I'm saying, makes us bug the hell out, so to speak. Let's go to uh let's go to we're gonna read first in the KJV, Isaiah chapter 30. Go to Isaiah chapter 30. You know what I mean? And as we go through all these things that, that have, you know, we got to see the type of people that, that have been around. Let's go to the book Isaiah chapter 30. We're going to start at verse 8 first in the KJV and then in the GNT. Let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 8. Now, go and write it before them in a tablet and not in a book. So most of the time to write it somewhere real permanent. That it may be for the time to come forever and ever. That this is a rebellious people, lying children, children that I will hear the law of Yahweh, which say to the seers, see not, to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things, speak unto us smooth things, prophesy deceits, Get ye out of the way, turn aside out of the path, cause the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. Where, uh, you know, saying, Salakia, am I going down? Uh, Salakia. Wherefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because he despises word and trust in oppression and perverseness and stay therein, therefore, this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall whose breaking cometh suddenly at an instant, and he shall break it as the breaking of the potter's vessel that is broken in pieces. He will not; he shall not spare, so that there shall not be found in, in the bursting of it a shard to take fire from the hearth, or to take water withal out of the pit. You know what I'm saying? So the Mosai is going to destroy us completely. He's going he's gonna to obliterate, you know what I'm saying? He's going to... He's going to put us in the position he has already put us in. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and now let's read it in the in the, in the the GNT. Uh, the book of Isaiah chapter 30 verse 8 in the GNT. God told me to write write down in a book what the people are like. And see, sometimes, we, you know what I'm saying? So that they were to be a permanent record of how evil they are. They are always rebelling against God, always lying, always refusing to listen to Yahweh's teachings. They tell the prophets to, 
They tell Pro to keep quiet. They say, don't talk to us about what's right. Tell us what we want to hear. Let us keep our illusions. Get out of our way and stop blocking our path. We don't want to hear about your holy God of Israel. But this is what the holy God of Israel says. You ignore what I tell you and rely on violence and deceit. You are guilty. You are like a high wall with a crack running down it. Suddenly you will collapse. You will uh, you will be shattered like a clay pot so so uh, badly broken uh, so badly broken that there is no piece big enough to pick up hot coals with or dip or to dip water from the cistern. You see how it even it even made it the picture a little more clearer. Like man, Most High going to just destroy us. But why is he going to destroy us? Let's first go to the book of Acts chapter seven, and we're going to be at around verse fifty one. Let's go to Acts chapter 7 at about verse 51. Let's go to Acts chapter 7 and verse 51. The book of Acts chapter 7 verse 51. Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye always do resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did. So do ye. Which of the prophets have ye not have your fathers persecuted, and ye have slain them, which showed which showed before the coming of the just one, of whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers, who who have received who have received the law by the dispos, disposition of angels and have not kept it. So you see, it even describes us to a T who we are. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what how it describes in a little more modern English. Let's go to Acts chapter 7 and verse 51. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to Acts chapter 7 and verse 51. Because, I mean, we got to understand our history. I mean, we got to understand our history. We're being chosen. You are correct. We're being chosen. But, I mean, just to watch how, how destroyed we are as a people. But let's go. This is the book of Acts chapter 7 and verse 51. How stubborn you are. Stephen went on to say, How heathen your hearts are. How deaf you are to God's messages. You are just like your ancestors. You too have always resisted the Holy Spirit. Damn, Stephen going in on him. He said, Us too have also resisted the Holy Spirit. You know what I'm saying? Was there any prophet that your ancestors did not persecute? They killed God's messengers who long ago announced the coming of the righteous servant and now you have betrayed and murdered him. You are the ones who received God's laws that was handed down by angels, yet you have disobeyed it. I mean, think about that right there. That's that's the description of the so-called black, Hispanic, and Native American. I mean, look at the way we have to be on on our eyes and ease, on alert, whatever you want to call it, every time we're out there at camp. You know what I'm saying? Because we we descend from a stiff-necked people. You know what I'm saying? And you you can see it every Saturday, brothers that are we everybody on this call has been doing this for almost a at least a year, at least what, nine, ten months has been out there with me faithfully every Saturday. We've been out there together almost a year as a whole unit. You can't tell me that what the scriptures say is not what we see every week. A stiff neck and a circumcised, <coughs> uncircumcised heart of people. But let's go. Give me. I'm going to get Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 9. 
and, and you know what I'm saying because understanding who we are historically who we are as a people you know what I'm saying we've been chosen but this is how but did we choose the do we choose the most high let's go to Deuteronomy chapter I mean Exodus chapter 32 verse 9 and and Yahweh said unto Moses I have seen this people and behold it is a stiff necked people See what I'm saying? How the Most High, our Creator described us. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a it's, it's something that we gotta deal with and lament every every Saturday. Cause I lament it. You know what I'm saying? Seeing so-called blacks and Hispanics just not want to hear the word. You know what I'm saying? But let's go to the book of of Isaiah chapter 43, and we're gonna read Salakia verses three, four, and six. You know what I'm saying? Is the book of Isaiah. Chapter 43, three. So like 43 verses 3, 4, and 6. Um, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 3. For I am Yahweh thy power, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Sibia and Seba for you, for thee. Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore, I will give men for thee and people for thy life. Verse 6. For I will say to the north, give up. And to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. See, so we're going to be coming back from everywhere ultimately. You know what I'm saying? He's going to say, you know what I'm saying, to the, to the Americas, you know what I'm saying, let us out. We, we got to hear you know what I'm saying? It's gonna get we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, let's reverse we're gonna reverse five. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and will gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have for him formed him yay i have made him so we see even how the most high is gonna liberate us out of this place you know what i'm saying while everybody talking about let's flee america flee america well most high is gonna send you how shy to get us up out of here and no matter where you go you're gonna catch the same hell because no matter where we go per the curses of deuteronomy they're gonna follow us you know what i'm saying but let's go to Revelation chapter 3 and verse 9 because we're, we've seen the stiff-neckedness, we've seen the, the choosing, but now let's see what that choosing does look like because we've seen one example at us being, you know what I'm saying, liberated. But let's go to Revelation chapter 3 and verse 9 and see more, more of what should happen, what's going to happen. Like I was saying, let me put this back in the charger where it goes. Okay, boom. Uh, Salak, your brother, and I got a call from my job. Somebody's sick. <laughs> uh, you know how it go But still like it brother Let's make this happen Boom uh, Let's go to Revelation chapter 3 and verse 9 Let's see what that promise does look like In fact for us The book of Revelation chapter 3 and verse 9 Behold I will make them of the synagogue of Satan Which say they are Jews and are not But do lie Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet to know that I have loved thee. So we, so all this is leading up to everybody knowing that the Most High God has always loved us. You know what I'm saying? So that we could know who, who was, you know what I'm saying? Who he has loved. 
But to further expound that, let's go to Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 14. This is the book of Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 14. The sons of them that afflict thee shall come bending unto thee, and they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the sole of thy feet, and they shall call thee the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. So what same thing that's happening in Revelation is happening in Isaiah. They're going to come they're going to come and bow down to us and they're going to admit that we're the chosen people of Israel because the holy city, the temple, the new Jerusalem is the 144,000. That's a breakdown we're going to get into later. Uh, but let's continue. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy. Uh, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 15. We're going to read it in the GNT and in the KJV. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 15. First in the GNT. You know I mean? Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 10 and verse 15. It gives you little illustrations of the Torah. This is comedy. Uh, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 10 and verse 15 in the GNT. Salak, let me get it. But Yahweh love, but Yahweh's love for you. And uh, but Yahweh's love for your ancestors was so strong that He chose you instead of any other people, and you still are the cho still His chosen people. So even there, it tells you, you know, what I'm saying again, who we are, us being chosen, and how much the Most High really loves us, because the Most High God loves the so-called Black, Hispanic, and Native American. You know what I'm saying? But let's continue, Salaki. Let's get the book of Hebrews, chapter 12. Uh, we're going to start at verse 5 all the way to verse 8. Let's go to Hebrews, chapter 10, and verse 5. Uh, chapter, Salaki, chapter 12, verses 5 through 8. Let's go to Revelate. Uh, let's go to Hebrews, chapter 12. Let's start at verse 5, all the way down to verse 8. Uh and ye have forgotten the exhortation, which uh, the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as uh, unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord. See what I'm saying? So we shouldn't even hate the, the punishment of the Most High. You know what I'm saying? Nor faint when thou nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom Yahweh loveth, he chasteneth and scourges every son which receiveth, which he receiveth. If ye endure chastening, Yahweh dealeth with you as with sons. For what sin is he that the father chasteneth not? But if ye be with but if ye be without chastisement, where whereof all are partakers, then ye are bastards and not sons. See, that's why we got to count it a blessing every time. You know what I'm saying? Every time we're out there, you know what I'm saying, being being punished. Because it happens to all of us. It still happened to Cap to this day. You know what I mean? My punishments have gotten not as bad as they were before. You know what I'm saying? When I was being, you know what I'm saying, blatantly wicked and then slightly going down. But now that I keep the Torah, I still got to pay for what I did. But in... You know what I mean? The Most High blesses me more and it's more testing than chastening. 
But let's go to Baruch chapter 4 and verse 25. All the way down to 28. The book of Baruch chapter 4 and we're going to start at verse 25. My, ch my children, suffer patiently the wrath that has come upon you from Yahweh. For thy enemy has persecuted thee. But shortly thou shalt see his destruction and shalt tread upon his neck. My delicate ones have gone a rough way and were taken away as flocks caught of the enemy. Be of good comfort, O my children, and cry unto Yahweh, for ye shall be remembered of him that brought these things upon you. For as it was your mind to go astray from Yahweh, so being returned, seek him ten times more. We see, you know what I'm saying? We see how we got to live our life. We got to really be, be living our life for the Most High. You know what I mean? All that other stuff that goes on is for the birds, man. Most High God has got something beautiful for us. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to the book of Zechariah chapter 1 and we're going to read verse 15 to close out. And uh, so let's start at verse 14. So the angel that commanded with me said unto me, Cry thou, saying, Dust as Yahweh of hosts. I am jealous for Jerusalem and for Zion with a great jealousy. And I am very sore displeased with the heathen that are at ease. For I was but a little displeased, but they held forward the affliction. So the Most High God is going to destroy them for what they um, ultimately have done to us, the so-called Black, Hispanic, and Native American. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I really pray this was edifying the brothers, and I'm going a, I'm to a stop the recording. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to take the questions as I usually do, and... uh. I will be posting my regular information, all the contact information for brothers in the recording that got questions. You know what I'm saying? But we'd like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yahweh in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai, and we say Shalom.